Welcome back to the Swarm Report, week number 12. I am your host, Isaac Streeter, joined once again by Zachary Lollian. Zach, how you doing? Doing good, man. This is uh, this is our last couple of weeks on the Swarm Report. I'm kind of sad. Yeah, seriously, we're going to lose you. I got to I gotta get you a cake or something for next week for our last one. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. I ate a lot, watched football. Watched watch the Packers lose. Uh, I watched the Broncos lose, all right? Yeah. I was At least proud. you guys lost to a good yeah, team. Yeah, I was proud of our performance against yeah. the Eagles, even though Aaron Rodgers went out, but he's 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 fine. He's coming back and he's he's on a tear now. Russell Wilson is so washed. What was They're that just, that video of your of your tackle just like yelling at him? Yeah, the defensive tackle Mike yeah. Purcell who just, screamed at him for I think a good three three minutes just yeah. about how bad he's been playing. He's so. like, It's all right, man, we're riding. Well you see you see Russ had a birthday party today and uh Sierra threw him a birthday party, only half the team showed up. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's the one guy in the locker room that like no one talks to. He just sits there in the corner just, by himself. Yeah, he's just he's just kind of a cornball. Watching his Subway sandwich commercial. Anyway, <laughs> you want a Danger Witch? You he's, want a Danger Witch? He's dangerously good. <laughs> I can <laughs> recite that whole. It? Yes, I, I can recite that entire commercial. I won't. I will spare all of you that. All right, now on to the sports. After winning their last three games, the men's basketball team hit a wall, losing their last three. The team faced UC Davis on the 22nd at the Golden 1 Center, losing that game 71-82. The Hornets then went on the road to face Hawaii. The Hornets dropped this one as well, 61-74, as the team struggled from beyond the arc in the game, shooting only 23%. The Hornets continued their road trip when they faced Southern Utah on the 26th. The team lost a heartbreaker in double overtime, 91-87. Zach Chappell, Akal Malwin, Austin Patterson, and Callum McRae, and Hunter Marks all finished the game in double figures. But it wasn't enough for the Hornets. The team will look to end this losing streak when they travel to Santa Clara, California to play Santa Clara on Saturday, December 2nd at 2 p.m. Women's basketball is on a five-game win streak after winning the Causeway Cup over UC Davis and picking up two wins at the Cal Poly Holiday Beach Classic over the weekend. The three-win week from Sac State started on Tuesday, November 22nd with a 67-45 blowout of UC Davis in the Golden 1 Center. Junior center Izzy Natabo kicked off her own week of dominance, putting up 13 points and 14 rebounds on the Aggies. The Hornets took two days off for Thanksgiving before traveling down to San Luis Obispo and kicked off the weekend with a win over tournament host Cal Poly, 70-62 on Friday, November 25th. Four players from Sac State scored double-digit points in the game, including senior guard Kalijah Dean leading the pack, dropping 18, going 5-for-5 five five from the field, and 3-for-3 three three from three. On Saturday, November 26, Sac State took down the University of Texas at El Paso Miners 63-50 with another incredible performance from Izzy Natabo, who put up 17 points and 14 boards in a full 40 minutes of play. Natabo was awarded Co-Big Sky Player of the Week for her performances, and it's the second consecutive week which she's received the award. The Hornets are in the middle of a full week of rest, and on Saturday, December 3rd, at 2 p.m., will take on the Fresno State Bulldogs at the Nest. The team is advertising this game as Kids Day, and players will be available for autographs after the game. If you ask our sports editor, Jordan Lattimore, he'll tell you Izzy Nadabu will be dominating the WNBA in a year or two, so it's best to come get her autograph now. The women's volleyball team's season has come to an end after losing in the quarterfinals 2-3 to Northern Colorado. The team fought hard until the whistle blew, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. Some notable performances were Bridget Smith and Kalani Hayes, who both finished with double-digit kills and Ashton Olin, who led the team in assists with 37. Welcome to the playoffs, Sac State football fans. The number two ranked Hornets got a week to kick back, rest up, and enjoy their Thanksgiving break, while the unseeded teams battled it out to see who had advanced to round two. I kept up with the first round, and there were some pretty interesting games. Fringe teams like the Delaware Blue Hens, shout out Joe Flacco, beat their first round opponent, St. Francis, 56-17, and our big sky rival, the Montana Grizzlies, 
roared back from a 24-3 deficit to beat Southeastern Missouri 34-24 in advance. The most important game to Hornets fans, however, was surely the most lopsided. Richmond beat Davidson 41-0. This was the game to determine who Sac State would play in the second round. While a team that can shut out another and drop 41 points on their head may be a scary thought to Sac State fans, I don't think the Richmond Spiders are the team that the margin of victory may suggest. For context, Davidson is a member of the Pioneer League, a non-scholarship football conference, and Davidson did not even win their conference outright. The Wildcats finished second with an 8-3 record and a 6-2 conference record, but received the conference's automatic playoff bid because the conference champion, University of St. Thomas, is a recent promote from Division II and is not yet eligible for the FCS playoffs. To go a bit deeper on just how bad Davidson really is, I'm going to get a bit weird with the transitive property here, so bear with me. One of Davidson's conference losses to the University of San Diego was a 31-14 lo- loss. USD lost to Cal Poly 28-27, and Cal Poly lost to the Sac State Hornets 49-21. Sure, football is an any given Sunday or Saturday, in this case, sport, but Davidson was probably one of, if not the worst team in the tournament. That being said, Richmond whipped them, and Richmond's quarterback, Risu Dunsky, set an FCS playoff record, completing 90.9% of his passes. Going 9-3 in the Colonial Athletic Association, Richmond boasts a well-rounded offense, averaging 31 points per game, 138 rushing, and nearly 300 yards passing per game. They do, however, concede an average of 120 rushing yards a game, and I can guarantee you they haven't seen a backfield like Cameron Scadaboo, Marcus Fulcher, and Asher O'Hara yet. All that being said, it's time for Troy Taylor and the Hornets to get the monkey off their back. This is the third year Sac State has won the Big Sky, received a first-round bye, and a home playoff game. But Taylor and his staff have yet to record a playoff win. In their first-ever trip to California, Richmond is going to look to play spoiler, and the Hornets have to find a way to fend them off and pick up a win in what I'm dubbing the first-ever insect bowl between the Richmond Spiders and the Sac State Hornets. Let's get into something that isn't sports, just off a rip. Today is Spotify Rap Day, so... Zach and I were talking earlier. We ours are both kind of stupid, so we're gonna go through them. Uh, Zach, you want to kick it off? Who's your Who's your number five artist of the year? Uh, my number five is Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. He put out a good. I I liked his uh his eighties album. Yeah, that was it that was, was a good project. One of my favorite projects I've heard in a long time. That was a good one. I I had Baby Keem at five. Okay. See, I see. I appreciate that that you don't like just like hop on the Baby Keem bandwagon and just listen to him like all day. Nah, I, I'm cool with Baby Keem, um, but that kind of ties into my number four as well, who was Kendrick Lamar, which okay. was the best live concert I think I've ever seen. I got to see him on the Big Steppers tour, both of them, and that concert was unreal. Nice. I had uh, Brent Fiaz at four. Uh, his new album, Wasteland, is just outstanding. Who's your three? Deftones. Deftones. Sacramento, Sacramento Natives. I had Brent Fiaz at three. Okay. Um, I I also really liked. I like his older projects more than than Wasteland personally. Um, can't say the name of the album on this podcast. Yeah. We've already used up our swear word for the semester. <laughs> but his uh, his twenty twenty project was my favorite. We we talked before the podcast um, about we were both making fun of ourselves for our number one pick. So uh, we'll say we'll say our number one at the same at the same time on on three. One, two, three. Drake. Drake. I like it. He just dropped so much music. It was hard not to listen. I'm to not it. even. I'm not even a Drake fan. Like I'm not that big of a Drake fan. I, I love know. Drake. I, I just don't, don't like how corny he is. I yeah. It it was kind of my girlfriend called me a cornball for having him at having him at one. But uh, his new project with Twenty One Savage, his her loss is uh is is pretty good actually. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. That's gonna do it for this week on the Storm Report. My name is Zach Lollian. You can follow me on Twitter at ZachLollian87. And I'm Isaac Streeter. You can find me on Twitter at Isaac underscore Streeter or at the tailgate for the Sac State football game this weekend. 